everyone, and welcome back to Operaisms. This is Kelsey. And this is Julia. And this is Monica. And this is Rolando. Woohoo! Welcome. Yay. Welcome, welcome. And Jeanette is trusting us to run this podcast by herself, so hopefully yes. we make her proud. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome, everyone. So, Monica. What do you do? Who are you? <laughs> so I am Monica Danilov Marquez. I am a mezzo-soprano. Um, I am based in California, but I travel a lot to South America, so I get a lot of work there. Um, I love seeing opera and have been fortunate um, until... Well, hopefully, I'm, I'm going to continue singing opera for <laughs> years to come. Um, so that's basically what I do with my life right now. Very exciting. And Rolando. Hey, howdy, everyone. <laughs> my name is Rolando Salazar. Uh, I am a conductor and a vocal coach based out of Atlanta, Georgia. I'm from Texas, born and raised. And uh, I've been living in Atlanta for about 11 years now. And uh, I've just been living life as a cover conductor and a pianist for many, many years. And I'm glad to be here in Columbus doing now my third production of Maria de Buenos Aires. Uh, and uh, this time, first time as a conductor. Woohoo! An excellent conductor. Yes! And I also have my dog, <laughs> Hank the Cow Dog, with me. <laughs> He's my sidekick. I love that. <laughs> and this is not your first production. No. So I have also had the pleasure of doing Maria Buenos Aires. I've done um, five shows of Maria Buenos Aires, and I will be doing two more in April. What? Um, so Where? this is a very Maria year for me, which I'm very happy about. Um, I will be doing those in Bogota, Colombia. Oh, beautiful. Um, so I love this role. It's amazing. Um, it brings out a lot of... Um, different things that normally I wouldn't be able to do in a show, um, all the way from the way it's written, so it's a very low port, low part of my voice, which is great because I get to explore that, which most um, most roles don't, don't let me explore so much, so I'm very, I love this role a lot. I love the fact that it has so much, you know, tango and so many different instruments that you wouldn't normally see in an opera, um, so I'm very excited to be doing it so many times this year. That's great. And it fits you so well. Oh, yeah. It really does. We're very excited. <laughs> and is this your first time that you have a custom dress made for you? Yes. <laughs> so, Tell us about yes, that. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so um, it's very interesting because the productions that I've done before of Maria Buenos Aires, they, she's always dressed um, very plainly, let's say, just because it's, you know, this idea that she comes from, you know, kind of like a hard background, um, making her living in interesting ways, and <laughs> so it's always, she's always dressed very, let's say, plainly, whereas here she's going to be dressed in, I mean, <laughs> runway show. Yeah, high, 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 high fashion. Yes, high, very high, <laughs> high fashion. It works very well with the with the show, which at the beginning, you know, when I first saw the dress, I thought, wow, this is so so interesting to to put put Maria in this type of dress. But now, um, you know, working with Dennis and what he's going to be doing with the staging, it really fits in. It really works. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. So it's a very high end, high high end dress. 
um, very colorful, very beautiful at that. Um, Gerardo Encinas is amazing. So genius. Just very tempting to go into that <laughs> store, but <laughs> but um, it's a it's a beautiful dress. It's a dress so fabulous it requires four extra measures of music. <laughs> that is true. This is true. It's that this good. This is true, yes. Um, when we came to your fitting, mm-hmm. uh, I, I was grabbing Dennis on the street and we came back in a boutique, so I didn't know you were fully changed yet. Mm-hmm. And it totally took my breath away. Aww. And I started yeah. crying. Uh, and Gerardo was like, good, good. <laughs> <laughs> It just caught me off guard, you know, like you just don't, it's just so beautiful. So I'm really excited that everybody will get to. The most amazing thing is that it's not even finished yet. I know. So what we have seen, you know, because I've been, you know, texting her, like he's like, this is nothing. I'm not done yet. (laughs) Like he still has so many things. He's like, calm down. Uh, He's still adding things. They said, this isn't, it's not even finished yet. So. And having done this also before, I'm really curious to see what the audience reaction is going to be to that moment. Yeah. I mean, it almost feels like a very Hello Dolly moment. Very iconic. With you coming out. Yeah. Love it. Looking forward to that feeling. Love it. True, true. And the previous time you've done it, I know you've done it mostly immersive, right, Rolando? Yes. Yes. And have you done it? Like in theaters or in yeah, bars? Yeah, theaters. Okay. Always theaters. Okay. You know. I know that my very first production that I actually saw as a student, so living in New York, this has been oh. kind of one of those operas where, and my life has kind of been like that, like things that I've seen as a student that have just like been so, have like marked me in a way. Right. Later in life, I've been able to perform them, which is like crazy. Um, so I remember being a student at that time I was, you know, I think it was like my first year in Manhattan School of Music, and I was actually um, working then as a soprano, so I thought, this is not a role I'll ever do. And so I was just remember it was just so amazing. And they staged that in a bar. Wow. In New York City. So I, That's cool. So it's just one of these things, that these operas, it's just, it works anywhere. Yeah. Because, yeah. yeah, Atlanta Opera did a LPR, right? Oh, we did it. La at, Sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. why I saw it. Yeah. Oh, awesome. same, same. same. So we saw the same one, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We same were process. there at the same, yeah. yeah. It might have been the same production. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mistake and yeah, probably. this was like 2000, maybe. It's like six years ago, six, seven years. Six, yeah. 18, 19. Oh, that maybe they saw it before. Maybe that's the second one. Yeah. Could have been. But I, yeah. Anyway. And this is my first Amazing. time to do it in a theater. Oh, yes. wow. And I'm, That's I'm just curious say. to see what the vibe is, how different that is. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I've always done it in, you know, very yeah. intimate, immersive yeah. space. I think it still has a little bit of that feeling of intimacy because the orchestra is behind you guys. Yes. Right. So right, right. in terms of, like, sonically, it'll feel intimate. There's no... Giant pit that's yeah. open, separating first row to yeah. the stage. This yeah. will be the first time that I'm doing it that way. Yeah. Without oh, seeing <laughs> Right, yeah. right, right. He's a cake. Uh, where are yeah. you? Yeah. You're a pro. Thank God for monitors, though. But that's true. That's true. <laughs> Beautiful invention. Yes. Um, but the, the thing that I really love about Upper Columbus's audience, too, is just how diverse in age they are. They're very young. And also... They are very, um, I'm going to say responsive, maybe, of like whatever they see on stage. They clap, they laugh. Wonderful. Sometimes they talk back, That's too, excellent. which is amazing. <laughs> That's amazing. I'm so yeah. glad. 
Yeah. I'm so glad. <laughs> yeah. So so okay. I'll, I'm I'm fascinated to see how they will respond to this piece. You're gonna have a full blown milonga inside yeah. the theater yeah. doing one fun. of these numbers. <laughs> how fun! I know. So I, I I'm very excited to well, see. Well, that's really good to know about uh, you know the audience. And mm-hmm. one thing I just thought about right now was every time I've done this production. Or, or this show, we've only had two tango dancers. And I mentioned right. this yesterday at the mm. coffee session. And I think it's going to be so much cooler with the six yeah. on oh, yeah. that yeah. stage. I, and I just thought about that. How cool is that going to sound? One of my favorite, you know, I always talk to my opera course back in Atlanta. One of my favorite things about being in the opera house, when you first go into the theater or the opera house, wherever you mm-hmm. are, is on top of the live music, when you start hearing feet. Yeah. On stage. It's just something that, you know, I think about, you know, for many, many years listening to Met Broadcast on Saturday afternoons and such, hearing feet on stage. Yeah. And especially with the this piece, I'm really excited to hear Ooh. just movement of yeah. tango. <laughs> yes. And how the audience can Part of the and, language. It is. It yeah. really is. Yeah. That's cool. Oh, I can't wait. I just got very excited about that. Yeah. Woohoo! And I'm glad that it's become this, that opera has become this way a little bit, you know? Yeah. It's like before, like I've been in productions where they actually like will put something on the heel so the heel like won't right. like, won't sound. But oh yeah, it's like that's how life is. You know, if I walked into a room, you'd hear the heels. You that's know? true. So I'm glad it's becoming more. Yeah, I remember know, seeing back. I was at a Marriage of Figaro, and she was like singing but also vacuuming at the same time, <laughs> and people were like, "Oh my god!" Because yeah. <laughs> it was actually turned on. It wasn't just like oh her faking gosh. it. Wow. <laughs> and people, I think, bring brains melted but wow but it is like you say life or yeah, like when you life. eat and sing at the same right. time yeah that's part yeah. of life absolutely too. absolutely yeah. yeah so kelsey loves to ask questions yes okay. and is there a word you <laughs> yes so our operaism word for today is bandonian we've been chatting about this yep. you know Elusive, interesting instrument. Another right star in the show. Yes. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Uh, it is another character in the show. Uh, Maria falls in love with tango slash bandoneon slash slash the composer. Really? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Really, it makes you wonder. Uh, it's an interesting in- instrument. Um, uh, I don't have much connection with it except in the previous productions of Maria de Buenos Aires, where. I've, I've gotten to work with Daniel Benelli, who was, who one day in rehearsal turned around and said to me, hey, you know, Piazzolla used to play that excerpt yeah. exactly like that. And I said, excuse me? <laughs> and his wife said, oh, he used to play with Piazzolla in the bars. Uh, very, very complicated instrument. Um, you know, accordion has the keyboard on one side, and this has no keys, no piano. Mm. A bunch of buttons and... Yeah. Yeah. It's a fun very, instrument. Very interesting. <laughs> like, even being a Spanish speaker, it's like, I remember, because that's the other thing about Maria Buenos Aires is that you have to speak so much tech. It doesn't just require you to sing. Right. It requires you to speak as well. And so I remember when I was, you know, doing this the first time, trying to memorize all these lines and have it match, you know, your entrance and the ending and, the you know, have it match the music. And I remember having to say the word bandoneon. And it was so difficult for me, even being a Spanish speaker. Like, how do I buy my... And I remember I get <laughs> so tangled up in the word. Um, but to me, the bandoneon is a very... It's just so representative of what Argentina is. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. 
it's like the national instrument, you yeah, know? So whenever I think of Argentina, I always think Vanzanian. Yeah. You always see that. I remember I went, I've, I've been able to go to Argentina three times now. And one time, my first time in Buenos Aires, I bought this um, black and white picture on the street of just an open Vanzanian. Oh, So it's just very, to me, it just symbolizes so much. And a huge part of this show, I mean, with my yes, connection so to important. it. What does she say? So she uses, I feel like she yes. <laughs> That's my, Just like exactly. that. Just like that. <laughs> See, exactly. Southern, pardon, <laughs> pardon my singing. But that, that part yeah. always sticks in my head. Yes, yeah, so she has a whole number that's ba- basically dedicated to, bon- to the Bandonion. And he doesn't, he or she does not play at all. That's right. During that that's number. That's right, that's right. So. Just a staring yeah. contest. Yes, mm-hmm. I think she just kind of refers to the Bandonion as being this, such an important you know, figure in her life and has been there through the good, the bad, and the ugly, and is also her rival at times, but also her friend at times, and so it's just so important to to the show. Yeah. And one thing I love about that one movement where you're singing about it is, and we talked about this at rehearsal, is how sensual, with all the chromaticism, right? it's just a very cool effect. And then I remember Dennis saying, well, what's the Bandonian player doing? I said, sitting there. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Just Maybe we'll get Looking her to hold pretty. it up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're gesturing a lot of pointing. Right. For people listening to this. Yeah. So it's very important. It's like a beautiful instrument. Beautiful. Have you always done it with the full orchestra or have you done it just piano always full orchestra 11 oh. musicians yeah just i mean like it's, it's called yeah yeah it's pretty chamber size mm-hmm. it's yeah. very friendly mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. i'm actually yeah. gonna be doing it though in so when i do it again in april with the columbia national symphony they want to obviously show off their amazing orchestra so they're actually going to be doubling Whoa. all the strings all the strings so the string complement. we'll see We'll see how that sounds. I'm sure it's going to sound, you know, very <laughs> yeah. full, but it will be, Please you know, send us different. a video. Yeah, I'm yeah. Very curious. It'll be, yeah, it'll be different. <laughs> they were just trying to see what they could double up on, and I think the only yeah. thing that they can do that with are the strings in this yeah. one. Well, so. that makes sense, too, because for the symphony, you pay yeah. them regardless. They're right, on stage exactly, not, so. exactly. And they want to, you know, the That's more opportunity amazing. they can to show off their whole... Yeah, thing. how awesome they are. That's yeah. great. Mm-hmm. And is that concert or it's staged? Staged. Wow. Mm-hmm. Very fun. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Okay. So the orchestra will probably still be in the back. Yeah. You'll be staged in the front, I'm sure. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. We'll yeah. see. We shall see. That's very mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting. Wonderful. Yeah. You like to talk about your past life before before past you came life. to us <laughs> to yeah. Columbus. Yeah, uh, past life. I'm just kidding. Uh, that one, that's, <laughs> I think it's just because of all the ghosts and spirits and Maria. Like, yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, You know, uh, where, where are we starting? Where do you want to start? I don't know. <laughs> Early uh, childhood. You went, you went to college. Or yeah, like, uh, so, so I, I actually started my career off uh, as a singer. I was a singer in college and... Uh, Pretty much right before I started college, I discovered that, oh, my fingers can play this piano, and I don't know how, almost like I could just play by ear. Mm. And so, you know, you have to do your piano classes and your credits, and uh, I, in like a year's time, my piano jobs just took off. Oh, that's 
completely. And, and of course, I still continued to study voice and, and did all those things. But, uh, you know, there came a time where my piano abilities just really, really took off. And then I kind of just got thrown into, oh, well, you're a pianist. You are also probably a chorus master and a conductor. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I did all that in freelance for a while all over Texas. And then... Um, you know, I moved to Atlanta 11, 12 years ago. I'm losing count of numbers. <laughs> and uh, I was in graduate, scare, graduate school there. And uh, I like that, though. Graduate scare. Yeah, a little graduate <laughs> scare. I it works. I'm in there. It works, it works. Yeah, and, and, and I, I got connected to uh, the Atlanta Opera. And uh, nice. my first uh, <clears throat> job with them was uh, uh, Traviata, where I was a pianist and assistant conductor. And... Uh, I was brought on board as an assistant uh, uh, course master for a while, and I did many other things also. And that's where I first met Julia. I know. Nice. In production. <laughs> Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. That was oh, my one. Lord. <laughs> that was. That was a production a while ago. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I've just been working my way up. And uh, prior to COVID, I was the associate conductor. Um, and I'm still connected to the company as a course master and uh, assistant conductor and a coach yeah. and all those things and I was excited to come to Columbus yes. especially and with the knowledge Hank. yeah and to bring <laughs> Hank the cow dog oh, yeah. um, but you know it's nice to come visit and and do a score that you've observed yeah. a lot and yeah. have worked hand in hand mm-hmm. as the chorus master and assistant conductor to another conductor for two productions and have learned uh, so much about the language and the style, especially. Yeah. It's really amazing. Um, you know, our rehearsal pianist, who's also playing in the pit for this production, asked me the other day, she said, this section here does not make sense to me rhythmically and harmonically. And I said, oh, well, here's the trick to make it work. Right. And it's just, you know, changing a whole section to 16th notes. And she said, oh, my God, that now makes sense. And I said, I learned that from Polly Furman, who's this tango extraordinaire pianist. So uh, it's really cool to, you know, to gotten to play rehearsals with those people playing their parts right next to me even before the orchestra came in right and before tech week and to learn the style and to learn what the singers need right. mm-hmm. not only yeah. vocally but when they're doing everything else on stage so um i'm excited to be here yeah very much very excited to do this production oh fabulous so me, my past life, no. Um, <laughs> so I actually was always in the music scene since I was really, really young. Um, I used to, so born and raised in California. Um, I was in children's choirs very, very young. I started in that when I was maybe six, wow. uh, repertory, the- repertory theaters. Um, but I think that that, being in that professional children's choir really kind of marked something in my life just because I was in all, I, you know, we were the children's choir in Carmina Burana every single year and, you know, all these, you know. So I started seeing, you know, these opera singers and seeing, you know, the figure of, of these opera singers. But I just, I, let's just say it as a child, I always figured, okay, you know, choral singing. I loved, I loved singing, of course. I loved, like, the collaborative part of that. Um, and then, you know, by the time it was time to pick, you know, what do you want to do with your life? Where do you want to go to school? All that. I had, I felt like I had already invested so much time, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, you know, I didn't want to throw away all that time that I had invested. So I, um, auditioned for Manhattan School of Music. I got in there and then I did my master's at Brooklyn College Conservatory, also in New York. 
And then parallel to that, I decided that this is this was like my junior or senior year in um, undergrad. I decided that I was going to look for a part-time job that had something to do with, you know, what I was studying. So there was a job opening at the Met um, assisting school programs. Oh, great. So I worked with them part-time, um, and then it became a full-time job, and then... The director of the of finance, Tom Martin, kind of poached me from them and said, "Hey, you know, my assistant's le- leaving. Do you want to come to us?" So I'm like, "Well, you're gonna have to talk to the education department." But yeah, if, you know. So I worked with him for a while, who was amazing because he worked with Volpe and he was like that whole, yeah. you know, metropolitan opera Gym. era. <laughs> and so, right. And so I went. You know, I was able to go to the opera anytime I wanted, basically, which was unbelievable. Um, In dangerous. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so I was there with them for a while, and then s- my last semester, I so my mom's Colombian, and I used to travel out to Colombia, and I did some years abroad in high school, um, just to better my Spanish. And then a friend of mine um, texted me from Colombia and said, "Hey, they're doing auditions for The Sound of Music in Colombia. Do you? Why don't you?" reach out you know and so I reached out I did the audition it was ended up being like this national thing that I didn't think it was gonna be like that so (laughs) I ended up telling Tom Martin my boss at the Met I said hey so you remember you know I'm an opera singer you know that right can you can you give me a week off so I can maybe audition for this and he's like so you're telling me you're gonna audition and then you're potentially gonna leave and I'm like well I don't know (laughs) and he was so supportive amazing that's amazing such an such a supportive person um, really such a, you know, always in my corner type person. So Good. he gave me the week off, um, to audition. I auditioned. It was very intense, intense, intense production or intense audition process. I got the role and I did 42 shows straight. Woo! So it was just like night after night, two shows and was on it Saturday. In, in English days. or? Partly English, partly Spanish. Spanish. Yeah. Wow. And the so. role was? Maria. Maria. Maria is always in my life. Of course, a different Maria. Yeah, um, different Maria. What's the always song? in my life? How what, do you what solve a, the problem? Like, like Maria. Maria. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I love it. Yeah. So I did that, and then 42. after that, it was like, "Are you gonna like? What are you gonna do? Are you gonna come back?" And then I got a job also in Columbia right after that, like maybe a month later, in the Mary Mary Widow, and then I went back to Columbia. And then I kept getting, you know, jobs around the area. So I work um, heavily in California, obviously. Um, I've worked with Stockton Symphony and all, like, the symphonies around Sacramento, northern Northern California. I'll be singing with Music in the Mountains, which is a big festival there yeah. in July. Um, and then just back and forth to South America. So I did in, I was, wow. I did um, Rigoletto in, I was Madalena in Rigoletto last September. And so just... That's just how it kind of took off. So I left the That's kind amazing. of the admin part, which I love because yeah. it was also amazing, especially to work in the finance department, which <laughs> helps me so much now if I want to produce my own stuff. You know, it's like yeah. now it's amazing because I actually know how to do an Excel and I can actually see, like, <laughs> can I actually, you know, so afford the job, you know. A, a Maria um, National Tour is what's next. Yeah, we'll just hopefully, that. yeah. <laughs> I'll help you with cool. that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. For we, sure. We got the trust for yes, you. Yes, yes. <laughs> Absolutely. We need them. That's so yeah. cool. 42 performances. 42 still yeah. hung up on that. No, That's it impressive. was amazing. And honestly, I, 
when you think about it, like I remember the first, you know, the first day I was kind of freaked out about it, but it just, you know, you kind of get into the groove of it and you just go. And you don't really feel tired until after the show's done. You know, that mm-hmm. last year, you're just yeah. like, oh. <laughs> oh my gosh uh, yeah. but you also have to pace yourself because it's like at that yeah. point it's a marathon it's not like two shows and we're yeah, out especially <laughs> the shows that were on like um, you know two on Saturday two on Sunday those oh. were kind of hard <sighs> but even the other cast like the supporting cast you know people who were doing the Baroness and Max and even the Captain like yeah. they all had um, air mattresses in their <laughs> in their um, dressing room power naps so they would just like take little naps between you know scenes and come out and then go back oh between scenes yeah, That's yeah. Funny. They, could, they better not miss. <laughs> that they could call. hear, you know, what was going on with the, you know, in, yeah. in their dressing rooms, and so they would just, they would just lay down, you know, oh hang out, <laughs> and then come out, and then go back in, and because there were pros at that point, yeah. it was like they knew exactly where they were. But like you said, it's dangerous. I did a show where it was like they had been running all summer, and I came back for the final performance. And, you know, the cast was taking videos backstage and pictures yeah, and live posting and blah, 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 blah. And one of the leading ladies runs on stage and she was she only had her pantyhose on. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Because she was so busy. Oh, no. yeah. That oh that she didn't make her costume change. And no, so but she were, made her entrance. Yes, she, well, because there are dogs and everything in the show, yeah. so they are trained for like on that beat. They hop, and she was like, "Somebody's got to catch the dog." So she ran on stage <laughs> no. and did the rest of the scene in her pantyhose, and I was no. like, oh, "That is so funny, my God!" You can't make that up. See, that's live yeah. entertainment right there. Like anything yeah. happens, you know. You do not get that in TV or movies. No. <laughs> Part yeah. of the charm of live experiences. Yeah. So, are there any lessons that you would want to give to your younger selves, or any advice? I guess mm, is the better word for that. So mm-hmm. yes. So I love this question. Um, I and I have to remind myself of this. Like, even though I would say this to my younger self, I need to tell this to my present self as well. Oh, good. <laughs> that it's all about. I feel like life. We just worry so much about. Oh my gosh, like, what's going to happen? You know, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? We're always, like, wanting to know in our story, how does our story end? You know what I right. mean? Whereas, like, I think that it's important just to live the moment. So mm. I would tell my younger self just to live the moment. Everything's, you know, it's going to work out how it should work out. Just keep working and keep doing, you know, keep repeating the action. Just, like, for singing. You know, like, when I tell my, my voice students sometimes, you know, you have to repeat the action, you know. Keep repeating what you're doing. So mm. I think that that's something I would tell my younger self. Just keep working. Keep, it'll happen. Just, just trust. Just trust that, uh-huh. you know, you're where you're supposed to be. And that if you put the time in, you know, your yeah. life's going to pan out how it should. That's great. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And if I can kind of go along mm-hmm. with that, because I agree with you completely, uh, especially for artists, musicians, anybody like that, there is a long game that's mm-hmm. kind of required. There is oh, an yes. investment in patience. time and patience. <laughs> absolutely. Yes. you got to be patient. And, you know, if, if you're in the long game, and you're taking care of the things that you need to take care, take yeah. care of, and and you're refining your skills. Right. Things just line up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. One other thing that you know, and this is a, you know, kind of, not so much a New Year's resolution, but I have to remind myself, and so I mm-hmm. feel like this year especially, I really reminded myself about this one is, yeah. don't ever let somebody undervalue you mm-hmm. and your abilities. 
True. Especially, if, you know, if... Because you get to a point where you know. Yeah. You know what you are capable of. You know what you are worth. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in any sort of industry, people are going to put a value on you and undervalue you. And, you know, you just have to stay focused. Mm-hmm. Stay That's on for the path. Sure. For sure. I, I yeah. always find that sometimes artists are... S- they're so hungry to accept, right? Instead of saying, you know what, I actually can't afford this gig. Or, you know what? Yep. Like, yeah, that's so true. And, and I feel so bad for them because I, I'm like, this is the deal, right? Like, we didn't hide anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but for them, it's like, oh, I wanted it so much. But actually, you know, I have all these other things going on. And I'm like, just take a minute. Think about it. Yeah. And that's yeah. okay, too. Yes. yes. So, yeah. That's true. That's very, very true. Yeah. You know, I think that the artist is just, we love so much what we do. I know. That it's like, we would do it. I mean. You want to be part of it? <laughs> you know, I tell my students all the time. Yeah. We do it if it was for free. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Like, do just to do, you know, just to be able to perform and, yeah. and be active in what we do. So, But it's also dangerous because is, of that. It is. Yeah. So. You have to kind of yeah. check yourself. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's also okay to say no. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, people will call you again. Don't worry. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's the thing that you have to remind yourself. Yeah. The patience thing, and it's so hard. Yeah. Like, it's so, I, I'm sure other artists are like this, but yeah. I'm, like, very not, yeah. like, not patient yeah. at all. So. I, I remember, so, it was, like, I think it was, like, two years before the pandemic hit, so, um, I, my buddy Billy Porter, like overnight, everyone was like, overnight sensation. And he's like, Julia, I've been in the biz for 40 years, you know, but all of a sudden everyone was talking about him, wow. like at the Oscars and everything. And wow. he, he was like, I've been doing this forever. <laughs> and it's exactly <laughs> that. It's the patience yes. and the, yeah, and he, he worked his butt off. Wow. So, yeah. But it's, it's really funny how that works. And sometimes it's like, five years and sometimes it's 50 years mm-hmm. but yeah, just yeah, trust yeah. that it'll happen yeah. so and if it yeah. doesn't there are other wonderful things too. yeah yes. that's the thing which i think you know absolutely absolutely you're about supposed the to be. journey yeah mm-hmm. and the things that happen throughout it instead of just yeah you know just trying, trying to plan on where am i going to end up yeah, yeah. i forget yeah. what book it is it says like connected dots yeah no i don't know there's a book that talks about like you know, that life is about going from... You don't just go straight from one place to another. Yeah. You have to connect all the dots yeah. to get to the next step, let's yeah. say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's kind of also like, not to make a parallel with love life, but like sometimes you're not meant to meet that person until right. later because you have to also be that person at mm-hmm. that time to meet, you know. Like, yeah, absolutely. It's actually yep. great that you have that other horrible ex horrible because experience. now yes. you, <laughs> you, know you don't want. You really yeah. appreciate it. <laughs> or you really, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. And then so. when you meet the next person or the yeah. love person, you go, oh, what was, was I meant thinking? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm glad that yeah. didn't work out. But your 16-year-old self was not ready to meet that person. <laughs> or your 26-year-old oh, self. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking from experience. No. <laughs> no. Um, the other thing, fun little trivia about Columbus. So there's 125 people who move to Columbus a day. What? Wow. No way. Yeah, we're oh, one I can of, see that, though. Yeah, we're one of the fastest growing cities right now. That's why I there's constructions that. everywhere. Okay. That's why like, we're like, okay, let's that develop downtown. Let's go. Let's go. Um, but so one of the questions we love to ask is, you know, so you're both new to Columbus. Mm-hmm. 
Is there something that you're like, oh, this is really special, or? I'm going to jump on this one. Yeah, yeah. Just okay. go ahead. Go, go, go. Because I, I told Julie <laughs> the other day. All you, all uh, The first night I got here with my dog. Yeah. And we unloaded at the hotel and put my truck away and started walking around the city. There was just something that was so charming and positive and artsy about Very downtown. Artsy. Mm-hmm. And I still can't pinpoint exactly what it is, except maybe just there's like a commitment to a good quality of life yeah, and to the arts. Mm-hmm. And I mean, every day I wake up and I head out, whether I'm in the hotel lobby or just on the street, there's just a vibe. And I haven't felt that vibe, as I told Julia the other day, since I was in Amarillo. Amarillo, Texas has a very similar mm. where you're walking down the street or you're on the sidewalk and you yeah. know people are just kind and they want to talk and great places to go and just sit and exist yeah. and just take it all in. It's a wonderful, wonderful community. Yeah. Very excited about it. Yeah, that's true. So Columbus, I think, is so beautiful. It's, um, I'm like, you know, telling people I didn't, it's like this city that, like, as you say, it's very, very artsy. Um, I just went last weekend right in front, literally right, like, diagonal to our um, to our hotel. There was mm-hmm. an opening of, like, this new art gallery. gallery. Oh, yep. yeah. Yeah, so yep. I went to that opening because my cousin who lives here is an artist, and so he was telling me about this this opening, so I, I, I checked that out. Um, just it's very artsy. I love that about it. it I love that it's not some massive i did new york for you know eight almost nine years so it's a city but it's not this massive overwhelming you know you still get the restaurants you still get the art scene i think it 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 says a lot when you have an opera company that the audience is in the age group Mm -hmm. that this audience is in. you know it says a lot about about people's interests in the city so that's been really fun about, you know, getting around Columbus. Um, I loved walking over to the rehearsal and seeing, you know, the, the state building. I that's know, it's mm-hmm. right there. It's beautiful. The state yeah. house. It's beautiful. Nice. You can walk in, too, and, and go statues. visit it. Really? Yeah. Oh, we have to do that. We've done that. We have yeah. to do that. You know, yeah. all the statues outside. Um, yeah, there's know. a lot of public art. It's great. And there's a huge plan for more, actually. So it's very exciting. Wow. Yeah. yeah. There are a few things I want to check out this weekend on our yeah. day off. I want to go Me to too. The, let's Yeah, let's cause... do that. I want to go to the German Village. German Village. Yeah, yeah. I want to go to that. I've heard the yeah, yeah in the museum. Science place Those too. are like the two yeah. things that I really want to do before. Yeah. We should talk to. Yes. Yeah. We all talk. Because I've heard it's amazing, oh. you know, it's amazing. So I want to do that. It, 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 it's and incredible. the weather, sorry, the weather's been the weather's amazing. The weather's been great. So. <laughs> <laughs> also, everyone is really, really kind to dogs. I mean, That's true. I That's think true. my sorry, dog, when we go back to Atlanta, is going to be like, why isn't everybody doting me? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's a little spoiled. He, I mean, it's it's kind of funny because uh, oh. our walks take an extra 15, 20 minutes because people stop and they want to play with him. Oh, is that nice? Yeah, that's nice. wonderful. It's one of these days he'll be on stage in an opera. Yeah, <laughs> just not this one. This one doesn't work. Yeah, this one would. Maria work. could have a dog for sure. <laughs> just say maybe maybe La Sombra de Maria could have <laughs> yeah. a dog. <laughs> That'd be cute. Yeah. 
I'm like, next production. Mm. Well, he was almost in a production last summer in Nokse, and uh, oh, cute. There was a, a cast member who said that uh, they were deathly, uh, deathly uh, allergic to dogs. Oh, so, no. Aww. Yeah, I felt mm. bad. But we reenacted a scene uh, at a little party get together oh, with the cute. count. Oh, um, okay. So I've got it saved on my phone. Aww. The unofficial so, Hank so the Count. You got a moment. Just not on stage. Yeah. Yet. Yet. yet, yet. So if anybody needs a dog, an opera dog on stage, <laughs> uh, reach out. Based in Atlanta. Hank <laughs> the Cow Dog. Yes. <laughs> I love it. Love it. Well, it's been such a pleasure to have you both here. Oh, yeah, yeah, thanks. It's been fun. Yeah. Well, thank you. My first podcast. Every, yeah. Yeah. I think me too. Awesome. Everybody oh. come see the show. Yes. It's going to be incredible. Southern really, really. Theater, the 24th and the 26th. Of this month. Of this month. <laughs> in just a few days. So, and all the information on operacolumbus.org. Yeah. Or all social media. Oh, you yeah, guys sure. are great with social media. Yes, amazing. Really fantastic. I mean, there's like that, always something fun and fun. Yeah, pulling yes. the audience. But that's so nice. See, you can tell. Yeah. yeah. You can tell. Well, thank you. So we'll see you guys there. We'll see you at the show. Yeah.